up next, not big pill, but werewolf pill. <laughs> this isn't my favorite look, you know, up here. I don't like the Kermit the Frog hands. <laughs> like, my skin is crawling even looking at you with this color on your body. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> but I thought your talent was so fun. I still couldn't tell you what I saw. But I love that you brought it here. You got me hooked. What does Oprah say? I got it. And I fucking loved it. I come from that world of drag. You are incredible. You showed us the absurdity of all of the things people take so seriously. You told me about throughout your life you've had health issues. I. I've gone through kidney failure and dialysis and transplants, but sometimes I feel like I'm just swallowed in the darkness that's in my head. And to translate it into humor and how you understand, that just means everything to me. You are here today living proof that laughter is the answer. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Well, you know, if you've got a Will Pill, sometimes it helps to wrap it in a piece of cheese before you take it. Just a little hint, especially if you're a dog. What about like a little bit of peanut butter or, I don't know, pudding? Oh, well, you know what's nice? Then you crush up the Will Pill and then you put it in the little bit of pudding and then you take have the pudding. Um, I feel like with the Matrix just coming out, you can either take the big pill or the Willow pill. Yeah, yeah. You could take the blue pill or the wed pill, but make sure it's the widow pill. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, you know, maybe you'll end up in a tub somewhere. Oh, God, I dare to dream. Yeah, I dare to dream. You're never too old to dream. No, that, I, you know, I learned that once. Um, really? 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 <laughs> really? Uh, oh. Mary's welcome, welcome. This Willow Pill, I, what were you expecting from Willow Pill when she walked in? I mean, you know, when she, she walked in with that look, and I think because it's season 14 and because Willow has also been watching the show for years, I knew this was on purpose. You know, like it was the moment you could see that her shirt said angle instead of angel. It was like, all of this is correct, you know? Mm. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I was actually more intrigued by her because of this entrance. And then, you know, the performance really, uh, I don't know if I had expectations, but it definitely met them. I, for the shortest three seconds, I got very excited when she walked in because I thought her shirt said Angelia Nong. Oh, the the representation. The representation. The recognition. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, there was one of them. Wasn't it like someone was wearing a Candy Ho shirt one season? Like mm, when yes. queens wear other queens merch. Yeah, that would have been that would have made me feel really good. Oh, that would have been so fabulous. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. We have a Willow didn't win the co the contest this week. She did not win the challenge. Cornbread did, but I feel like Willow won the episode. That was my feeling as well. I was actually kind of surprised that Willow didn't win the challenge, but a hundred and ten percent won the episode. I mean, she and Cornbread certainly won the the episode in in different ways, but. I think, oh yeah, we'll talk about you that. know this narrative of like somebody comes in, 
there is kind of mixed expectations. And then not only do they kind of exceed those expectations, there's like that recognition of like, oh, you're doing something different. You're, you got your finger on the pulse. And I feel like that is like when RuPaul says this look is giving me Vivian Westwood. I'm like, oh girl, you're set. You're fucking set. and, And, and I mean, I don't know. We were slammed over the head with this baby talk. RuPaul has already kind of branded given her like a thing and uh-huh. i feel like that is just it's a tell that willow is gonna go far and oh uh, like yeah. rupaul says like i like i love this queen even though she didn't win well you know when Ruth says in the workroom like oh i'm having fun with will pill i was like mm. oh she said a mouthful right there even yeah. though it's a will pill it was a mouthful it was it, because it was like, oh, you're having fun with her, and you don't want to stop having fun with her. Much like, say, a Lawrence Cheney, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's. Uh, I mean, this clip of the week certainly it relates to the talk that they had in the workroom where RuPaul just asked her, like, so where where does your sense of humor come from? And Willow just knew ex- not knew exactly what to say, but gave RuPaul's best answer. The, you know, Emmy looking person uh oh yeah yeah the 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 for your consideration producer i mean what's interesting about this moment do you remember of course the other queen who rue had a very similar conversation with many years ago no so it's and maybe this is a good omen but uh way back in season three rupaul had pretty much the same conversation with jujube and she had pretty much the same response of like you know she said where does your humor come from and she she said um i think from my father dying and it was like and I think that thing, that juxtaposition, that salty and sweet, Rue yeah. just gets engorged, you know? And so Willow was giving him that, too. And then made Rue laugh. <clears throat> oh, you know, like made yeah. Rue cry, made Rue laugh by being like, oh, yeah, you know, you develop crystals in your eyes. It's very right. glamorous. Very glamorous. Yeah. Oh, it was it was really, I mean, uh, I, I knew from that moment I was like, oh, you are giving the potential for great competition, but clearly great reality TV. So you've got half of this competition covered. Completely. And then for us to get that soundbite of RuPaul being like, you remind me of me, the type of drag that I love to do. Uh, uh. And Mary, for after 14 seasons, I mean, we talked on the Meet the Queens episode last week about kind of seeing all of these queens as one type of brand of drag, right? And, you know, we got Dragula this season and we had those kind of conversations, how drag is kind of becoming a little sanitized. Um, and it's just interesting to juxtapose kind of the the outset, like what it looks like, and then to hear RuPaul be like, well, this is what I did and this is what I like, instead and, of mm-hmm. the Alyssa Hunters of the world, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of like the little secret of drag race is that Ru, like... You gotta pay attention, cause if if you listen closely, he'll tell you that he used to do this thing called skag drag, <laughs> and it was like combat boots, smeared lipstick, did the arm, you know, like. But it's like he says it so many times. It's like it's kind of like when he says, "Make me fucking laugh." It's like you were being given, as Monique Hart says, the chicken nuggets. Like RuPaul, people think because RuPaul does the glamazon thing that that's all he wants. But like, look at how many of these winners are not glamazons, you know. Oh, and that's a, that's a great point that many of them aren't the lethal queen that, you know, you, you think you're supposed to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me think if RuPaul was ever competing, not that she ever would, but if she ever wow. did compete, she would she would act zany. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if if she had it in her, um, yeah. 
I, I also appreciated that Willow Pill got her to quote Valerie Cherish. I got it. Oh, oh, even though RuPaul attributed it to Oprah, I was like, I Oh, we, she did it. She did. She did. She, she did. Gave it to Oprah. She gave it to Oprah. I think, I think she's, I think she saw like. Don't call Oprah. it a comeback. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Don't call it a comeback <laughs> reference either. Um, I think RuPaul saw the like Oprah interview with like Megan and Harry and Adele oh. and was like, Oh, I think I want to start summoning some of this energy you know mm. and so yeah she's she's leaving val in the dust but you know we don't make these references you know, what I mean? you know the what's also interesting i think to bring up is there's a meme going around of rupaul's face after willow eats the spaghetti and it, it's like you can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing and what it makes me think of is well, it made me feel something, right? This performance made me feel something more than Alyssa Hunter's made me feel something. Well, Alyssa Hunter's made me feel something different, but this was like a much more chaotic, interesting, powerful emotion that it made me feel, you know? I mean, let's not waste any more time in noting that Will Pill brought Enya to the runway. <laughs> like, I, this is this year could go to the garbage island and i'll be fine with it because i got enya on drag race like <laughs> give me an orinoco flow li lip sync and i'm out of mm -hmm. here yes it's, so yeah. i mean like yeah it, it's uh the impact that willow pill has had so far or and that's hard to do right i mean yeah. god yeah. orinoco flow would I, I mean i would have loved some like epic book of days performance you know mm -hmm. uh but you know, it's okay. Uh, I, yeah. I appreciate only time. I'll take only time. I'll take only time. Um, but yeah, I'm here for a, like, a, I want to see what a queen's going to do to sail away, sail away. And especially if it's remixed with Smack My Bitch Up, which I know is a problematic <laughs> title. But Mary's, you have to trust me on this. The mashup of Orinoco Flow and Smack My You Know What Up is so <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> Well, I'm Smack sorry. My Bitch Up can take a different context for drag queens, right? Yes, absolutely. You could totally drag that up. Absolutely. It's like, oh, here's my bitch, and it's her face, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a real, like, <laughs> we talk about, like, lip sync duets. Like, that's a lip sync battle. Is smack My Bitch yes, Up. Yes, Smack My Bitch Up. And it's uh, just constantly pointing across the stage. Oh, and the <laughs> way the beat just drops on that song over and over. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? It's just, oh, God. I remember this years so ago, dark. it's so dark, but I remember years ago when I used to go to New York sports club and I would do the spitting classes there. New York shits club. I like New York shits it. club. Yeah. Um, New York squirts club. If you're in the steam room, you know what I'm saying, Mary? Mm -hmm. Happy and, new year. Yeah. Right. Happy ending too. Um, and you know, one of my favorite instructors, she used to play smack my bitch up sometimes in her spinning class. Oh and my I, God. and I remember feeling like, Oh, me and all of mostly other women in this room. Like, I don't know if this is good, but I'm, this is my favorite track of the night. So that's the conflict. It gets your I have. blood pumping. It gets the heart beating fast because you're like, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then it's just like, you know. What are they doing in that bedroom right now? Yeah. What's know? going on in there? And then it's just those big, you know, buzzsaw sounds in the song. And that song <laughs> is full of buzzsaws. You know what I mean? Oh, God. That's, yeah, that, that. That's an interesting last chance lip sync for like a Dragula floor show. Oh, you know? God. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, you know, it, it's probably the, you know, 
one of my biggest regrets in life is how much I love Smack My Bitch Up. I just can't let it go. You know, I can't quit it. So I hear you. I mean, there's some songs that I love that I know I shouldn't love. And I, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, yeah. It, you know, it's it's art, Mary. It's art. Yeah. It's music, right. Like, I'm not going to go to like a Montessori school and like play it on my phone on the speaker. I'm, you know, I'll play it at home and <laughs> with headphones, you know. I'm not going to teach 4-4 four, four rhythms to children using Smack My Bitch Up, right? No, obviously. <laughs> Come on. Oh, please. <laughs> One, two, three, three. four. Mm -hmm. Take my picture. <laughs> Smack. My and then, you know, like it's maybe syncopation, doing. Syncopation, kids. Yep. You could do the cup song to that, you know? <laughs> when I'm gone, bitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm 100% not that bitch that got smacked up, right? No, not in the least. <laughs> Uh, so. Anyway. Uh, anyway, happy New Year, Mary. Happy new season of Dragula, uh, Dragula of Drag Race. It has started, and we have a, a brand new episode. Did you know it was going to be a double opening? I I think because they showed like they they give you the Act One preview now on YouTube oh, oh, a few oh, days oh, early, okay. so I figured it out from there. And you know, I, I honestly at this point it makes sense. Like I'm fine with it. Uh, I think. Uh, I think it's worked the past couple seasons they've done it, so I wasn't disappointed. But it is interesting. There were certainly choices of who'd show up this week versus next. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. no, that made sense that Cornbread started, right, with Lizzo. But Maddie's you know next what I week. Mean? Yeah, but Maddie's next week. But but Matt <laughs> you know what I mean? Maddie's like, next get that fan favorite in right away, but the one they're really, you know, the, the blood they're really thirsting for. Yeah, make them wait a, wait a week, you know? Wait a week. It's... It it's like season 12 uh, in a sense because Sherry Pie started second. You know, it, I don't know if that oh, was yeah. – that obviously wasn't on purpose, but – and I'm not relating the two, but it's just interesting that the second episode has, you know, uh, somebody yeah. that is causing a controversy uh, whether they knew it or not. I will say this. Jada Essence Hall was on – the second episode. Mm -hmm. um, last season, everybody was on because it was lip syncs, right? I know. Uh, I was don't half. I, I don't remember. That I was know, like three years so, ago, oh God, right? It was three years ago. Um, I, you know, I like the double opening. I call me crazy. Call me a conspiracy theorist. I'm going to put on my tin hat, but I don't believe that Orion is gone. So I agree. I feel like. There's just there's something else here. I don't. I think the loading dock I think has probably is now used as storage. So mm. I don't think anyone's in the pork chop loading dock anymore. But I do feel like, well, that one PA probably is just waiting. You know, with his mouth open. Oh, is there a PA in there? <laughs> I didn't realize that. Oh. I don't know. When Maybe they call it a loading dock, I didn't realize <laughs> what kind of cargo we were going to be importing. Into Simi Valley. Uh, uh, anyway, I do. Uh, yeah, I don't believe the stars have been aligned. I think Orion, you know, is gonna is gonna come back. Yeah, yeah. Like tighten your belt, girl, because you're coming back in the mm. race. Yeah. Mm. I mean, interesting that Orion came in in a bodysuit, no belt. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here in a bodysuit, no personality, and a belt? Um, I mean, and that's not fair because I think she probably has like. Honestly, one of the things that kind of really, you know, bummed me out and makes me hopeful that she's coming back is, like, all told, I probably am the most into what Orion is doing in drag. I don't know if she was terribly successful this week, but in terms of, like, what's making me sit up, I wasn't bored by the idea of Orion, but it did feel like... 
it did feel like maybe, I don't know, the Benadryl hadn't worn off from last night. Like Orion didn't really feel as excited about being there as I was excited about Orion. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I I think it comes down to who else is in the room. You know, right? I, I just like you had June Carey, uh, Angela, or not a Willow Pill, uh, Cornbread, Bosco, and Alyssa. And it's like, I don't know. Uh, Huge it, personalities. Yeah. And- like, I get it. And also, you know, she talked about in Untucked that her cat was going through some health issues. And I won't trivialize oh, that for oh, a second. No. no. Update, Jazzy is fine. Oh, Jazzy. We got, uh, <laughs> none other than Got Mick posted on Twitter, we need a cat update. And, we, oh. and Orion posted some pictures of Jazzy. So I just thought let's start with that right away. Jazzy's okay. Okay. Well, I, I love that. I I like these double openings. I will say I didn't need the mini challenge. The, the episode seemed to kind of drag on just a little bit. Because um, mm. I was like, well, just get to the talent show. Let's see the talent show. And then the talent show was just like snip, snip, snip. It was just like mm. so fast. And well, we'll get to it because I, I don't know what I think about the talent show on second watch. I think, I don't know. Deep tease. Um, well, let's get into it then. Let's get into uh, this first pack of ladies walking in the room. <laughs> pack uh, of a, these pack of ladies. Alyssa, Alyssa Hunter is the first one in. Sometimes that means something. I think we tried to figure out if there was a correlation between first one in and how far they go in the season. Um, it's hard to say. Wasn't... Um... Who was first on season six? Did she didn't? Oh no! I guess it was Bianca. Was or no? It was a door. I think door. it was a door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Alyssa Hunter chased dreams, right? So yes, I. Uh, <laughs> that was very apparent. So anyone, this is a great plug for our Instagram, uh, we, which we will be doing complimentary coverage of this season all season. Don't bother with Twitter. We aren't. Um, but. It started, honestly, because of Willow, because of how much that Willow looked like Mary Kay Place. And mm. I I was like, well, I can't just post that on Instagram. So it had to, and, but the chase dreams was kind of obvious. I was like, oh, this is clear. The other five are a little bit of work, but uh, yeah. yeah. Her brother's gay and that's okay. We know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, her, yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yes, if you're a fan of the other two, the chase dreams realness of Alyssa out of drag. Oh my God! It was uncanny. Un- yeah. You can't unsee it now. You can't. No, I like it's. Ugh, and once once Alyssa puts that red baseball hat on backwards, it's over. <laughs> I hate to be. It's like where's Molly Shannon? I mean, that would just be great. If yeah, they yeah. pose together. I don't know. I'm just everybody laugh at my dead husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get Bosco. So Bosco is who is the one to watch for me, and I was even more sure of this when I saw Bosco out of drag. Yeah, so Bosco, I feel like in drag, has kind of an interesting Parker Posey kind of energy. Mm. Like, there's just something like, oh, I like that. Um, Out of drag, uh, I think on Instagram, if anyone is a fan of the movie It Takes Two, Bosco is giving uh, Jane Sibbett as the potential stepmother. I would also say if you locked Sophie B. Hawkins in the dryer, you might also get Bosco. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the other option. Uh, interesting. She brought up the past kind of like titans of her season on this episode, or maybe it was an untucked uh, 
Jinx forgot one. and Bendela. Who'd she forget? Oh, beep, beep. she did. She, she did forget. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe she didn't tip or drive her. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> she did forget. She got all turned around. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it has been a while since we've had representation from the Pacific Northwest, um, and I, I I, don't think they would have cast this lightly, which is just another tell for me. And I'll get to some of the other interesting things in the talent show that I think are also pushing Bosco to the top. Um, but it seems like that story is she has a lot to live up to kind of thing. Is that mm-hmm. what they're building with Bosco? Yeah, but I'm I'm very interested in Bosco. Certainly there's a there's a great narrator energy. There's a great like I think when Bosco says later that I want to give the impression that I'm in on the joke and I was like, "Oh, she knows." Oh, you got the ruby red slippers on, aren't don't you? You know, like yes. that's that's the, that's the idea here. Um mm, that's it. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doing that finger. Um well, Cornbrebs has arrived and I got to say those eyes are already merch. Put that face on tote bags, t-shirts, mm. mugs. Um, I just, I, wow. Like, I I don't know if I've seen somebody come in and become the fan favorite so quickly and so effortlessly. Yeah, I mean, we've seen, well, no, you're right. We had a whole episode of Vanjie before she became the fan favorite. Yeah, and like Silky very quickly was seen as like loud and taking up all the room and, mm. you know, like so... Th- I think that Cornbread came in big personality, but she did. She kind of shares the space with people, um, but is not afraid to kind of be the the center of attention. She's expressive. She's uh, oh, she's experienced. I mean, yeah. I just think that she she knows where she is, and that to me, I think, is something that production likes. Yeah, and out of drag, she also. Any big Esther Roll fans? She's a she really is a lookalike for Esther Roll down to the teeth. So oh, she's just so fabulous. Any yeah. any contestant or any TV personality that references craft services and also oh. the fact that they're going to eat craft services just makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is a queen I can identify with. Um, mm. I also like that Cornbread has kind of a or br- Cornbrebs as I threatened to call her all season, mm-hmm. which probably will. Cornbrebs. Um, she does this kind of thing where I think it's when she's talking to Alyssa and Alyssa says, oh, yeah, I kind of do everything. And Cornbread says, well, you know, there's a lot of queens who say they do everything. And then that cuts where we're not doing everything. <laughs> she does this corner of the mouth thing yes, that is like yes. really charming. And I hope that keeps up all season when she inevitably becomes our narrator. Just putting mm, it out there. <laughs> OK, Cornbread. Um, Willow Pill comes in. We talked about Willow. Uh, yeah, it was Will's and, shoes. And yeah. Mary, I let's just get this out of the way. Like the baby talk is in some Right? Oh, I like, hate baby yeah, talk. Like, hate I want it. to apologize yeah. now that we started the episode with baby talk. <laughs> I guarantee we lost at least one or two people who were like, nope, not this season. Don't think so. Let's see if Race Chasers is covering it. Um, you know, uh, just scroll oh, friends. Cocktail it's... hours still do recaps, you know, like enough of this shit. I... They're, 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 but they're going to, RuPaul is going to continue it. She, she's I know. like, it, it, we're just going to have to dig in to that baby talk. I, You know, I... Is that even what she meant by Willow Pill? I don't even think that's what her no, name means. That's right? the craziest part is that I think, well, I think she explained in the Meet the Queens, Willow is from Buffy and then Pill Thank is from you. all the meds that she takes. <laughs> and Rue basically was like, no, you're going to be Newark, LaGuardia, Kennedy. <laughs> your airport's in the New York City <laughs> metro area. <laughs> you know? And you're so like, Willow. Yeah, you're Will. Now you're baby talk. Um, and it's like, what am I going to do? 
Like, <sighs> I can't correct her, you know? When RuPaul finds it, she's going to stick with it. You know, I don't think she's found too much, except for the story puns with Orion, um, yeah. I, which I think hits differently. I do. I think it hits differently than the voice. Yeah, I, it's a. I'll be curious to see if any other, uh, any of these other kind of things, these little, you know, uh, whatever we want to call these, these little conversational trinkets that RuPaul creates, uh, if mm. we get any more this season, because there's seven more queens next week. So there are, there are. Yeah, um, Willow got red for for her comfy couture, um, which has been a conversation lately. Uh, Mary Cherry, I think. Uh, was the center of it on Dragula wearing slippers in one of her, uh, you know, one of the floor shows. Um, and this idea that, like, you don't have to wear heels. I think um, Katya brought it up with the jellies. Yeah. It's like, you don't always have to wear heels. And so it's just interesting that, you know, Willow's getting red, you know, Cliffs of Dover. Is she going to jump from there? Are they going to jump from there? Um, and those interesting shoes that she decided to walk in. But I don't know. I feel like it was all purposeful. I think it was all like I think she knew exactly what she was doing. I mm. like it was and she kind of says she's like I I dress that way to throw you all off. Like I <laughs> you know not that stupid. So I it it was such a good idea and I think you know people say oh my god your entrance look like this is you know I watched the pit stop which has you know Monet hosting it this season and she was not feeling it and just like this is your entrance look it's your first impression and I was like nobody fucking cares about your entrance look you're not going home on your entrance look and I mean, like Monet is one to talk about her entrance look but that's well another story. <laughs> she came in with a broom you know <laughs> she came in sweeping and you know what she didn't sweep the competition <laughs> Oh, but she swept. She swept our hearts, didn't she? I know. No, That's I'm kidding. She was. She was my. She was my pizza queen. She had the baby's glasses. I love yes, Monet. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, no. it's just interesting. Somebody that you know makes a fortune off of a sponge dress, uh, uh, right? Is reading somebody for their shoes. Yeah. But whatever. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can't get the appeal of an ugly look. Yeah. Um, <laughs> soak what up? You know. Soak what up? Yeah. Um, Mary, let's move on to. Carrie Colby, I have to say, she, and again, this is references that I don't understand, but I think you do. For me, she's a real housewife of Drag Race. Oh, absolutely. This is, she is, she oh, is very, she's very big real housewife energy. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe if, I don't know if there's, there's real housewives of Orange County or Beverly Hills. Maybe she can scoot into one of those casts. Um, mm. When she's not hosting entertainment tonight or something similar, I mean, she just <laughs> she could do QVC, she could do HSN. She I is mean, camera ready. Yeah. yeah, she's got it. She's Charming got it. As she fuck. Like, I would also love to see her having an argument in the middle of a restaurant. Oh, oh, I would love to see that and like have her smash her wine glasses. Don't you cover my husband? Don't you talk about my husband? Oh, I would live for that. Um. Because you're an asshole who didn't have a lunch with us. Oh, oh my gosh. I would. Oh, by the way, I found. So apparently this is uh, this is just a brief housewife's tangent. But there's this amazing scene that I sent Johnny of Bethany Frankel going off on uh. Luann about her her uh, sobriety. Well, they did a live reading of that no. scene with women like Molly Shannon and. <gasps> Bridget oh, Everett and my God. Uh, what's her name who plays Miley Cyrus on SNL? Um, oh God, I'm blanking. Brilliant. That you know what her name is? That woman, yes. that wonderful, that lady. Um, it's amazing. Oh, oh, Kristen Johnson plays Luann. I mean, it's 
it is heaven. I will send it to you, and I'll, I'll, I'll maybe I'll M- Vanessa Bayer, by the way. Vanessa Sorry. Bayer, thank you. Yeah. It's gonna drive me nuts. Um, it's so good. Uh, I think you'd appreciate it. So yes, I would love to see Carrie Colby as you know uh, the real the real drag queens of of West Hollywood. <laughs> I want her to. I want her to be a housewife. Like I want An her to play a housewife. housewife. Yes. Ugh. Like I think she could do a Peaches Christ housewife type of thing. You know what I mean? I'm here for it. I mean, I I think years ago, I think uh, what's her name, Latrice and Dita did a little like real oh. real housewives bit, but it was before I ever watched Housewives, so I was like, I don't get these jokes. But you know. <laughs> and then here I am, like just cranky about like a whole culture that I just refuse to get into. I, know. I did too. I, I love you. T- send you curate the scenes for me, and I'm just like, okay, this is this is good. I like this. I appreciate it's, this. Yeah, it really is, and I think it's just about like remembering that like. These are dramatic middle-aged women with drinking problems who are having fights in public. We love this stuff. I mean, <laughs> no, we, we love don't. this stuff. I mean, you know, the same way you we watch love The Bachelor. This stuff. We, we love, love this stuff. I love to showing... watch, but you're right. You're yeah. right. You're I right. love showing um, women in this light. Um, but anyway. <laughs> well, if ever there was a time to talk about therapy... And I do love to talk about therapy. I honestly don't know anyone who wouldn't benefit from it these days, myself included. I couldn't agree more, Mary. And it's super accessible now, thanks to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is as easy as ordering a lovely cheese pizza just for me. And much like Selena, I love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor basically at any time and actually get a response. And if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary, and that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. Mary, we have to talk about one of my favorite moments that came out of this episode. So I just loved Alyssa Hunter. It's like, oh, who's your drag mother? And Sasha Colby. And then the whole room kind of erupts. And it's just like, bitch. It's like, oh, shit. And I have this clip here for us. Oh, uh, my goodness. Hilarious. Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. And I I just feel like I want that to be a retort similar to RuPaul's like I don't see how that's any of your business I want Sasha Colby to be like oh where you want to go for lunch Sasha Colby oh oh Sasha Colby (laughs) Sasha Colby oh god I just the the gravitas just like the utterance Um, so do you who do you think would who do you think is a bigger deal Sasha Colby or Shauna Brooks Shauna Brooks (laughs) had an 8x10 photo stolen of her in the workroom Sasha I think Kobe? 
Wow. I mean, Sasha Colby Mary is uh, is in the ether, whereas I feel like Shauna Brooks was there was a seance on that season. Yeah, yeah, because she's. I mean, she's I don't missing. Listen, I, she's missing. <laughs> she's missing. It's a cold case. She, you know, CSI Simi Valley. Can someone find this photo? Oh my god! Uh, but I just love Sasha Colby. So Mary, excuse me if you ever ask me a question. I might just. Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Colby. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, June Jambalaya comes in um, looking beautiful with all of the references. Um, well, I think that she's definitely ready for the Crystal Light Aerobics Nationals. Uh, mm. I, have you ever seen that video from like the, the 80s? There's the Crystal yes. Light Aerobics oh, uh, competition. God, of course. Uh, that is... I. That's a great like, drag name, by the way, Crystal Light. Crystal Light. Oh my God, absolutely. Uh <laughs> I don't know if I love this look. June, I got to tell you, I mean, I said this during the Meet the Queens that I, I didn't really, you didn't feel like June was busting out all over. And I no, repeat I didn't. that joke this week. June June didn't bust out all over. Uh, My tits, kinda, yeah. Yeah, she kind of came in like a lamb, you know? Oh, I see. Yeah, but, you know, I liked, I think her, her personality is there. She's kind of effervescent. She, you know, she won that lip sync. I, there is something about June, right? If there's something about Mary, there's also something about June. Um, and maybe it's just not summer yet. Yeah, I, I think that's all it is. I just think that, you know, technically summer doesn't start till June 21st. <laughs> so you got to keep that in mind that it takes a few weeks into June for the season to begin. <laughs> and as we remember from season 13, it can take four episodes for the season to begin. So like <laughs> watch this space. Don't count jambalaya off the menu yet. Yeah. I, you know, I think she's great reality TV. And again, kind of like Orion, she was, she's up against some, some yeah. very, very big, big drag going on. Yeah. I, I feel she, she does feel a bit like a freshman with the seniors, certainly, or like eighth grader coming to visit high school for the day sometimes, you know? Mm, I totally see that. I mean, yeah. I loved her little workroom look. I think she was wearing like tie dye glasses and the, the fisherman's hat. Oh, that little tie dye bucket hat. Oh, oh my, my God. What a, what a little goose, Mary. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she. Oh, uh, she looks like she's in that movie Bushwhacked, you know, when the kids go camping and Daniel Stern plays their... Uh, yes. Yeah. Or Camp Nowhere. She's yes. perfect for Camp Nowhere. Definitely Camp yeah. Nowhere. Oh, yeah, my Money gosh. Mud. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She she needs to leave after sixth period or seventh period to catch the bus to go back to uh, the middle school. Because yeah. she's just visiting for the yeah. day. Kind of thing. I wonder if she would also maybe be in Little Giants. Do you think that they would put her on the team? Uh, she will definitely. She's found later. You know, like the team yeah. already formed, yeah. And then they find June later because June like got kicked off the soccer team for getting yeah. into a fight. You know, but with she's the quick ref. on her feet. She's quick on her feet. Yeah. yeah oh she, yeah, yeah. She's quick yeah. on her feet. Um, she dances really well. She does, and I think that's why they decide they're like, listen, football. It's basically like ballet with a pigskin. You know, I'm making up lines. You know uh, what's? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, um, uh, I just can't with you. It's I it. I will say this. I don't know June at all, but uh, I got a false sense of confidence. It's, it felt like, which is like, ah, I'm just going to say it. I'm the best one here. And it's just like, I think that you know to say that. Yeah, and I think you're very nervous right now. And like yeah. when, when she says it on talk, like it was very much like an out-of-body experience. And mm. it's like, yeah, you're like 
you know, when RuPaul says like, oh, well, you live in, you're in Los Angeles now. Yes, I'm in LA now. Like, it, it, I was like, oh, you're on a job right. interview and you're nervous. I get it. Right, like, right. It's like, why did you say Florida? You're in LA now, right? It's right. Like, oh, right. Yes. Oh, and then the flusters start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I love the, you know, I can't bring white rice. Like, she, she knows what she's doing. And I... I, I shouldn't see that she knows what she's doing. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, there's there's a it, it it's about you know the effortlessness. Um, you know, at, and speaking of somebody who doesn't seem to be giving any effort, go on, girl, give us nothing. Orion's story enters with her hamburger phone. <laughs> she arrives with half the story. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, this yeah certainly this was a first draft. You're only um, getting half the story. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> girl. Um, <laughs> I'm coming for the. You crown. just want somebody to fight with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Bitch, I listen. was ready. <laughs> so Mary, I I gotta say, there's there's a meme that's going around on the internet. Maybe we should post it to our Instagrams. Um, that's but all right, Mary it, Pod. By the way, it's brilliant, and I feel like it's saving Orion's entrance um, because what this person did, oh, forgive me, I just don't remember who it was, but what this person did was they edited together Orion entering and talking on the phone with RuPaul in All Stars when she goes, ah, okay, all right. Oh my God, that's amazing. Oh, it's I love that. so fucking funny. And it ends with uh, RuPaul hanging up on Orion's story when she says, are you ready, Boots? And then Ugh. click. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, you know, the thing is, like, there's something about Orion that I think is going to end up sitting on a, on, if not the same shelf, a similar shelf as Magnolia Crawford. I don't think that Orion was here to, like, it's not the same kind of, like, disengagement. Mm. It's like, oh, I think I like you more because you were a little bit misunderstood and went home early. I think this worked <gasps> uh... in a little bubble. Can I change? Can I change the queen for me? I think it's more uh, scaredy cat. What? Yeah, it's not so much the specific queen, but there are some people that like because they were there for a brief period of time. Tammy Brown is the queen of this because they're there oh. for a brief period of time. Somehow. It's like you almost pay attention. It's it's really like the best supporting actress theory is because she's only in the movie for 15 minutes. Those 15 minutes are are more important than the 90 minutes the lead actress is in because mm. she doesn't have to – she's got more time to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. She's – I, I got to say, though, just uh, I want to make sure I say this. Her makeup for her look at uh, the runway – I just love freckles when they're added. Like I thought she, her face looked so good. You mean certainly her makeup was great. I, you know, I think that it. Sure, she was not giving. I don't know, uh, Carrie Colby, but uh, no one was asking for her to give Carrie Colby. Wait, wait. You know who we were asking for? Tasha oh, Colby. Oh my God, Tasha Colby. <laughs> Such a oh god, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get wrung out by I, the listeners. My god, I like touched my ears when I said Sasha Colby. Go, oh, Sasha Colby. You know that Sasha like Colby. Oh, and you kind of like you can like squint oh, your elbows in. Oh, Sasha Colby. Um, you know, squeeze your elbows in front of your boobs and put your fingers on yeah, your ears. Sasha, oh, Colby, Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. Yeah, we're doing um, it right now. I'm doing it constantly. I'm the camera's not on. No one can see me. Uh, Marco is Marco is not in the room. Um, <laughs> And so, of course, Orion's story, I mean, we were getting the vibes last week of the stoner older brother 
very mm. Kenny Crandall from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yes, yes. You know, uh, uh, hey, Nicole. Hey, yeah. Nicole. Oh, my Dishes gosh. Dishes are done, man. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> Orion? Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, so I have to say, I the mini challenge did not ping for me, except RuPaul was, she was on something. Like, it was just a little chaotic. It was just a little, like, uh, what's going on with RuPaul? It felt like UK energy, actually. Yeah. Well, even, like, even in the initial, like, you know, speech before the, the challenge of... Um, I don't remember the context, but I know it ends in RuPaul Curly suing his fingers. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. By the way, how much do you want to see a remake called Curly Roo, where Roo is playing Curly a 10-year-old girl? Curly Roo. Oh, my God. Right? And, like, at no acknowledgement that Wasn't RuPaul that AJ is... and the Queen? Didn't they try yeah. that? I think it's always like we're going to reverse it, but Roo's going to play AJ. And she's going to talk like this. And she's going to talk like this. <laughs> We're sorry, yeah, Mary. I'm so sorry. sorry. We're triggering um, so many people and yeah. their ex-boyfriends, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> or like really bad hookups that suddenly it was like, oh, baby's been bad. Um, my diaper. Um, oh, my God. Go to hell. Oh, my God. No. It reminds me of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days when she is talking baby talk to Matthew McConaughey's dick. Do you remember that scene? Uh, Maybe no, you haven't seen that movie. I have I haven't seen it in a while, but I will be watching it again soon because you that will. is an upcoming Mary's Choice mm -hmm. yes. um, on Patreon. But anyway, uh, yeah, so we get this. This They're using the finale wheel, the spinning finale wheel, which they use twice in the finale. So they have to figure out a way to you know get an ROI on this thing. Just um, sitting in the loading dock. They're like, let's just use this. Yeah, yeah. We're not putting queens in here anymore. Let's, let's take this <laughs> thing out and, you know put it to work uh yeah and yeah rue is definitely i mean like i have a hard time believing that rue uh rue who grew up in louisiana right like rupaul knows what jambalaya no, is at atlanta no oh atlanta yeah. i thought there was a there, I thought, city I think of fake and bullshit sorry go ahead but yeah but i think there's some louisiana in there i think rue has like a, an aunt in louisiana but uh, that being oh, said, oh, you're right. Maybe her dad was from Louisiana. Yeah, I just I feel yeah. like they, I've heard Rube say more than once because he loves to go Louisiana. Uh -huh. um, right, right, right. Not that Rue doesn't you know put things on sometimes that aren't his. Uh, Bubbala, <laughs> but <laughs> Mazel Tov, Ross yeah. Matthews. Yeah, you know, not to be a putz or anything, but. Uh, Anyway, but I did love this quote of like with with June of I know she's got some mango, she's got some ham, she's got some celery. I don't know what's in jambalaya. I mean, I love when Rue is like looped out like this. I mean, this is she yeah. cracked herself up. She's I don't know, she's just dying. Oh yeah. my god! While this while this poor girl is spinning, it's just spinning <laughs> exactly. And I was like, is this has it started yet? Yeah. You know, there's moments on this show that I think about what would. What would the reaction be of someone just flipping the channels, which rarely happens nowadays, but if somebody mm -hmm. was flipping the channels and then they just turned this scene on and it was June Jambalaya spinning on a wheel and RuPaul just cracking up about how she doesn't know what's in Jambalaya. Yeah. I what mean, is the reaction? <laughs> I love it. Out of context, I love how much yes. this show makes zero sense. I mean, you know, even like just out of context, Carrie Colby, I'm not a ferret. You know, I'm not a roach. I'm not a mess. Uh, I'm not yes, a ferret. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> not a roach. Uh, she, not she, a she, ferret. She said it. I now I have to edit it together because she had such a great inflection. She's like, I'm not a ferret or a hamster. I'm not a ferret. And I was like, well, now you got to go in the compilation with Silky. 
I'm not a ferret. Yeah. Not a roach. And you know her you know who her drag mother is? Tasha Colby. Oh yeah. Colby. My fingers are my ears. <laughs> um yeah, no, and then RuPaul leans in maybe for the first time about Willow Pill. That's the first time we heard it. Willow I... Pill, Willow Big Pill. Like she just she just goes on this like little I don't know. It's like she's she's getting something out of her. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it, we watched something get born. I mean, we we saw this like conception of an idea that as RuPaul mm. was saying the name Willow Pill, it was like Will Pill, Will Pill, <laughs> Will. You know, it's like the first time you figure out how to masturbate, it was like, oh, this is working. <laughs> you know what this gave me though, and it was it just reminded me of that really creepy mini challenge in season ten with Blair St. Clair when she's like acting like the creepy photographer from Fame. Oh, with the with the with the uh, wood paneling wall and all that. Yeah. Yes. It, mm-hmm. re- it. I don't know this energy of like like just acting, baby talking to a grown adult, like makes me get that. I don't well, know. These mini, these photo shoot mini challenges very quickly veer into that scene towards the end of Fame, <laughs> where it's she's true. crying and she's taking it's her shirt awful. It's on the TV. Yeah, um, it is awful. That yeah. scene scarred me as a child. I, it scarred it, me. I, that, I mean, it's I, like I, mommy dearest, right? It's like it's it's that level of like fucked upness. Yeah, right? I don't even think I've seen all of Fame. I just remember like that scene and Mira and someone saying, "This school sucks." That's all I remember from Fame. So, Mary, you do need to watch Fame because of Irene Cara. She is outstanding in that movie. She's mm. gorgeous and she sounds great. I, you should, you should see that movie for that. Not for this last scene. Um, it's awful. It's really awful. But yeah. anyway, uh, anyway, on to fun <laughs> things like cornbread spinning on a wheel. Is that me turning it? I mean, there's a there. You're changing the channel. You're you know, there's a commercial on C-SPAN and you're like, what's this? And there's just this big old drag queen strapped to a wheel while RuPaul does nothing to help her and just laughs at her. I mean, it's great. <laughs> How I don't I didn't understand what was going on. I, have I, no I understood idea. the joke, but like, how was she turning it? I have no idea. I have no idea what was happening there. Um, okay, well, great. Uh, we Carrie Carrie Colby wins because you know her mother is Tasha Colby. Tasha I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I loved the way it was just all presented. I can't stop queening out about it. I know everybody. There's so many other moments that people are queening out about this episode, but for me, that is like, ugh, Tasha Colby. Ugh. Girl, I don't know how many people were queening out on Alexis Mateo going, it's crazy, right? And scratching your fingernails. Right. So queen out <laughs> on whatever puts a crown on your head, you know? So anyway, uh, yes, uh, we get uh, some walkthroughs with Rue. Uh, but they're not walkthroughs, right? They're walkovers now? Uh, yes, they're walkovers now. Uh, so uh, we get, you know, I what I, I did notice was um, maybe in addition to Fingers of Drag Race from Kerry Colby, when they're talking yes. about like, oh, do you know where that name comes from? She's like, oh yes, and um, she's well, she's got she's got this drag mother. I can't remember her name. Um, but... Tasha Colby. Oh. Tasha Colby. Yeah. Thank you. And she says, oh yeah, like you know, she got that name from Dynasty from the eighties, and then she does this. <laughs> yes, I had to reach, and she does this bada bum with the fingers, and so. I'm going to give Carrie, I'm going to put her episode one in Fingers of Drag Race part two. Mm, mm, Carrie Colby. Ugh, just love her. Yeah, we, I mean, she made RuPaul laugh uh, out of just pure biography. 
Shady Shores Elementary. Oh, I mean. Um, but I think I think that the, the nuance of this conversation that usually RuPaul like kind of heightens it because of whatever. But Carrie Colby had the stark quality to know to wait for RuPaul to say from Shady Shores Elementary to the Nationals. And Carrie goes, period. And it's like, OK, you did it. You mm-hmm. did it. That the, is the volleyball came over the net, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Don't hit it too hard. Spike. Just tap, yes. yeah, just just enough <laughs> to get it back over the net. Don't want it to go out." Um, <laughs> it was. I mean, yeah, she was so good with Rue, and then you know her talent was going to be you know jump roping, and it's not something that I I've seen a lot of, but whenever I like jump rope teams, that's like the most exciting thing to watch is jump rope team routines. Have you ever watched a jump rope team? I have seen a jump rope routine, actually. Oh, my, yes. but when there's like, you know, and then somebody jumps in and then the knees are going up. It's just, ugh. It, I, if you could throw your dollars at people doing jump rope, I would. It's really amazing. You know, I was first introduced to Double Dutch because that was not something us as kids did. It was too hard for, you know, all the little white kids I grew up with. Mm. Uh, Mrs. Banano. She, you know, taught us the like Miss Mary Mac rhymes while people are jumping. Mm-hmm. Um, but and she couldn't do two. She couldn't do double dutch. She couldn't do two at once. Not Mrs. So, Banano. Not with no, that not wrist. Mrs. Banano. Absolutely not. She was great. She was a little lunch lady, lunch aide that watched us out in the playground. But so Mrs. Banano couldn't do it. But I was introduced to it in 1992 or 93. Uh, Sister Act. That's when I first saw. it. Oh, of course, of course. Kathy and Jimmy hiking up that habit. Yes, and uh, it's Whoopi who's just like slays the double. Dutch. Of course, but doesn't doesn't Kathy and Jimmy get into it at one point? Why do I, feel I think like so? I, yeah, I see her feet at some point in my head. Sure, sure. things I remember, also, you know, doing the break dancing and whatever. But yes. maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but I, I if I'm being honest, I only see Whoopi doing it. So I don't. Yeah. I don't. I mean, you know, once you've once you've had steak, why would you go back to Chuck? You know. Um, so love your suit. You said it yeah. just like that. <laughs> I know, I know. I have a muzzle on. Um. <laughs> Mary, so yes, jump rope. Um, it, it an interesting thing. I could have seen it going the Yara Sophia way with like big old titties. I mean, that would have been. I, I ultimately, I mean, we'll get to the the talent show. Ultimately, I don't. I think the you know, the jump rope was fine. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was fine. It was fine. It was. She was safe, but um, yeah, yeah. At least it wasn't air guitar, uh, but that's a whole <sighs> other story. Um, we oh. talked about June and RuPaul, kind of RuPaul, you know, reminding June where she is, and um, yeah, that that interview for her first job out of college, you know, she's um, and I feel, <laughs> I feel like the best question. I feel like I should have recorded this for our media uh, soundboard here, but <laughs> RuPaul having. Probably like the most confusing conversation with Orion. Oh she's my like, god! Spent a lot of time alone. <laughs> oh, I wrote that down. I love that line of like, "So why are you so introspective? You spend a lot of time alone." <laughs> it was so bitchy. It was so like, "Oh, you spent a lot of time like, alone." It was like, "You ever fucked a black guy?" Like yeah. frustration. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It was like, let me guess, not many friends. Mm. <laughs> Hold on, gonna put my money on indoor kid. Yeah, <laughs> right. Do you look up at the stars a lot, Orion? Right, um, or the stars I... on the ceiling of your bedroom. Yeah. 
Correct. Um, yeah, and then we get, uh, obviously, the Willow Pill uh, discussion uh, with Rue. We did not get one with her and Cornbread, which was interesting because Cornbread did not w- won the challenge. Um, yeah. And I, I ex- kind of expected something more to be set up there. That is interesting. You would have expected, like, you know, it's Cornbread. Like, it's going to be good TV, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's cornbread. It's it's been baking, and you want to put some butter on it and then eat it. You know, absolutely. It's Jiffy brand cornbread. I just got to say, towards oh the end of the episode, God. RuPaul Jiffy name brand? name name dropping Jiffy is you know, oops. <laughs> no, it's it's great. I feel really good about it. Um, it seems like instead of getting uh, some some cornbread and brew time. We got this Willow Pillow Alyssa moment uh, where she doesn't know how to say Willow Pill's name. And I know that there's been threats, and it's not going to happen this episode or even next, of casting these people as the staff of an Applebee's. But, like, the extent to which this moment felt like Alyssa was, like, the himbo lifeguard at the summer camp of, Mm. like, oh, it's Willow Pill? Oh. I just feel like Alyssa was giving me, like, lifeguard teaching swimming lessons not paying attention. You know what I mean? (laughs) I yeah I don't know I wasn't I I feel like I was supposed to laugh because she's attractive you know what I mean when funny people or, yeah. or when attractive people are telling a joke and you laugh just because they're attractive like I felt like it was that well yeah it was I mean the bar is low and it's also like oh look at you in the funny way you say things but uh I was just more of like oh I see who you'd be if we did a summer camp theme. Mm, yes, the lifeguard who's yeah. having sex in the shed behind the latrine, you know. If I'm lucky, yeah. Oh, Mary. Latrine uh, Royale. So <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome to the stage. So yeah. um we get a really great quote uh that I was not expecting. There was a lot of unexpected things from Cornbread this episode. Like so many little details in Cornbread. And one of them was when she was talking about the butterflies in her stomach and she's like, mm-hmm. No Tino Asia O'Hara. And it was just like a chef's kiss. Well, more and more we we get these casual references that the Queens make as fans of the show, even yes. when they realize it's a split premiere. Instead of in the past seasons, it's like, whoa, whoa, why? The room mail's already happening. What's going on? And yeah. now they're like, oh, yeah, it's a split premiere. Of course. Whatever. <laughs> like, so I kind of feel like this is just another example of like, instead of, you know, I mean, she does make a, a, a Shangela coming out of the box reference in her song, but instead of yes. kind of like an obvious drag race reference, there's something about like, oh, you're making a reference from the past couple seasons. You know what I mean? Or like a little bit yes. deeper of a cut, you know? Yes. I mean, yeah. Uh, no tea, no Asia O'Hara. That is, ooh, put that on a t-shirt. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Cornbread is just doing it. She is doing it. I, I'm just very impressed. And I, a big shout out to her polka dot dress, Mary. Oh, she her was cooking. getting uh, ready dress? Oh, my yes. God. Yeah, that's her what I was, dress. I was getting such Esther roll at that point. I mean, <laughs> it was some I was also times. getting Cereal Mom. I was getting, you know, I was I was there. There was like a, oh, sure. a Beverly she, Setfin. You know? She had Beverly's dress on. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beverly. Yeah. Um, Instead of a Cereal Mom, it's a Cornbread Mom. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, Lizzo, I like the little fake out. It wasn't a video message. She was actually there. That was kind of nice. You know, was a little awkward you know i hate when people do this of like so who's gonna win i don't hear you and then when they do she's like so Mm. tell me who's gonna motherfucking win and it's just like multiple responses like i think i might i might win me me i'm gonna win like none of them said the same thing and it was just like oh god lizzo just go get ready uh you know what i took away from it two things one is i felt that in my shonda rhymes like again you could put that on a tote bag um but 
what I loved about Lizzo's entrance is that it, and, and maybe this is because we just watched uh, for our winter uh, holiday episode, but this fer- very felt like like a, a Pee-wee's, Pee-wee Herman's Playhouse Oh, cameo. yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Here's it, Lizzo, but, and then she yep, leaves, you know. Yep, this is like if if Pee-wee were to do a holiday special this year and, and hopefully would have Lizzo on, this is mm-hmm. what it would feel like. And, you know, I would yes. actually, I'd love that. And I got to say, I I don't know if this was like totally apparent to everybody, but I, I don't know. I just noticed it because of where I was. I was in a bar, uh, a very crowded bar, which was odd for me in times of COVID. It was hosted mm. by Rosé and Laguna. But um, I did notice that Lizzo, she doesn't come close to the Queens. Like it's 12, oh, 13 feet away. She stays up on that platform. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, well, yes. I noticed they still have the dividers between the, the they hosts, uh, the, yep. the judges this year. Um I mean, you know, it's like, oh, all right, guys, we're just going to quietly take them down eventually. What are we doing here? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, it, yeah. it, I guess it all depends on union rules. Like, uh, that's just what it seems like. Oh, it's, maybe it's, it's happening. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, uh, but, you know, not not so much of a distraction, but I just wonder if in a different time period, if Lizzo would have interacted in the walkthroughs even, you know? Sure. Or like one of those surprise untucked visits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like that definitely, they should have had a moment with cornbread and Lizzo. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I mean, Lizzo, I, I don't know, you know, when we were doing the meet the Queens, they had like the list of who the guest judges are. And it wasn't like, it didn't seem like they had one for every episode. So granted Lizzo's a, a busy lady, so it might be Lonnie love for a couple episodes, but maybe Lizzo will come back. Yeah, and maybe even Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yes. <laughs> My ears are getting red from touching them. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Mary. I'll stop. No, now. no, no. Please don't. Uh, I, you got to just keep doing it. You know what I mean? You got to push through, and you're like, I don't know if people like this anymore. That's when you got to keep going. You know? <laughs> Trust me on this one. I've been on this road a few times. Oh, Mary. I don't want Tots any. Scenes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any feedback on it. I really don't. Um, um, well, let's. Um, why don't we scoot over to the runway? Um, oh, Mary. Where we... Rue goes on and gives us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, there's literally a pit crew there so they can oil her up every three feet. Just in Oh, case. absolutely. <laughs> if not to prop her up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and just to completely distract from the fact that she is, uh, I mean, Rue loves to do that, like that kind of shuffle to the left and uh-huh. then kind of turn and shuffle to the she right while do she's that. surrounded. Um, But it's just like, I don't know. I mean, I I like that there's sort of the joke with Michelle of like, obviously, I don't love doing this. Yes, Um, that was great. Do it again. Fuck you. Shut up. Like, brilliant. Like, I love that that joke is there, that RuPaul also has that awareness. I think that she could even lean in even further. Yes, be sitting absolutely. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely nothing. But I just want to take this moment. I did get to listen to Mama Ru. The other day when it came out, uh, a couple days after it came out, I should say. Oh, the album. I was like, the oh, album. Would you get a yes. cameo? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. If I did get a cameo, it would be public. Everybody would have seen it because she doesn't yeah. know how to do it. Oh, um, that's true. That's no, true. I. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, the album, I got to say, the album is good. I feel like it's an album by somebody else featuring RuPaul and RuPaul's lyrics. Like, it, it's just so clearly not something RuPaul wrote. Does that make sense? And what's yeah. interesting that she chose this song, obviously she chose it because it's called Catwalk, but it's the only like lip syncable song for her. Oh, that's interesting. 
Huh. There's some great bops on that album. I, I I know we're not supposed to like RuPaul's music, whatever. I like some of her songs, and I I, I actually really liked some of the bops on Mama Ru. The I was not expecting the bass that I got. You know, the reality is like she's. I don't think Ru is ever going to be regarded at the same level as maybe some other musicians. But like, you can't deny that in the canon of her music and there's there's certainly some clunker dunkers but there's some great songs i mean not sissy that walk is just a fucking phenomenal song and even some of those older ones you know like champions a great song adrenaline i love adrenaline's a great song i i mean i don't know i think that even that old friends gold new friends you know oh but uh, that was that was uncomfortable to watch <laughs> oh wait, wait oh, was there a video when she was lip syncing it at the finale it was oh god it was just or it was an, a finale episode or like a later episode it mm-hmm. was just uncomfortable mary it was weird. yeah i mean yeah i i think the songs are best when you don't watch rue perform them because yeah i mean <laughs> It's, uh, but she goes in on blaming on the edit. Like I don't know. There's some. There's some good songs on there. She is blowing herself up on this latest album. Uh, so she, yeah, she really doesn't have to do anything on this runway. You no, know what I mean? She it's doesn't fine. really have to, and and no one even expects her to. And anyone who knows knows that she's got sweatpants on in ten minutes. You know? Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah, um, right, right, right. Yeah, it's just the more more that she leans into that, I think the the better it works. I was kind of dismayed at, again, another sanitization uh, example. They couldn't even write C-U-N-T on the screen. Oh, I mean, like, I get the pun of, like, all that's missing is you, and, like, that's... I I think it's clever. I don't know if that's why that happened. Sure. Like, I... I mean, I don't know. I I feel like... uh, Maybe I, I didn't. It that didn't bother me as much. Or maybe I've just made peace with like, well, you know, they got to be PG thirteen when it comes to that. They got to be a little wink, wink, ear tug about it when it comes to that. You know, I, I yes, I get why they are, and I think it's silly. I want a little more danger. I want a little bit more of a toaster oven in a bathtub. You know what I absolutely, mean? Absolutely, absolutely. No, I mean I think that was you know one of my favorite parts of the talent show was at least somebody made a joke that someone could be triggered by. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right, Mary. Absolutely. For God's sake. Um, Very interesting. Um, yeah. So uh, I mean, Ross is engaged. Congratulations, Ross. Um, Ross looks like Kate Moss. I mean, <laughs> like I think it's because we just did season eight. On Kate Patreon. Ross. Sorry. Yeah, Kate Ross. Yeah. Um, yeah, Moss Matthews, but uh, <laughs> it just like, I mean, he's obviously lost a lot of weight, but I was like, my God, you are just, uh, you're half the man you used to be literally, but he looks great. Yeah, he looks happy. He looks great. He looks, yeah. you know, not that not that you have to be. Uh, yeah, so he talks about this often as something he's, this was a goal. This was something he was aiming towards. So yeah, speaking of triggered, it's, if you want to lose weight and you want to lose weight, he's accomplished. It, he looks great. So, yeah, and that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> anyway. I promise you. Um, yeah. Anyway, we get, uh, you know, June Jambalaya um, dancing and the headband keeps falling off. Uh, I mean, you know, to quote, to quote the great sugar cane, you guys staple that shit to your ear, girl. I mean, it is what it is. I, it, that to me did feel like, I was like, man, like, wouldn't that be obvious? Like, yes, yes. And probably didn't happen in the rehearsal. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's what it is. But, you know, uh, 
It was, you know, it wasn't a bad performance otherwise. I actually wonder if she had no problem with the headband. I know there were some issues with the runway look, but I I could have seen her very easily be safe with Carrie if that headband wasn't a problem. Oh, Mary, <clears throat> there is no question that I don't think June really should have been in the bottom. Yeah, I just, it was a, it was kind of like when Kasha Davis said welcome. It was like, really, just for that? Exactly. Yes, um, exactly. Because I actually loved her runway look. And I know she got red for seeing the biker shorts. Um, and I get that. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, there's greater offenses in this world. So, um, oh, there are. There yeah. are. They're in the air, if you will. Um, oh, those yeah, offenses. they are. Yeah. Um, um, I think one of my favorite moments of the episode is when Lizzo asks, Are those people seeing us? <laughs> oh, Beverly. <laughs> Beverly. I just died. I just died. And I, if I was June, I would have answered, Pussy Willows, Dottie. <laughs> yes. And then she would have been immediately safe. Yes, And, Mary. and Air Guitar would have been punished for the that- crime that it is. I'm looking for justice. Let's jump to that. Let's jump to Alyssa. I, you know... She looked great. And I, that's one of my kind of critiques of the Meet the Queens was like, okay, they all look great. Now what? And I kind of love that they all look great. And we can look a little deeper and we can celebrate like a willow pill or a cornbread or even, you know, uh, a, a Junjamalai in that sense. Um, and you get Alyssa looking great, but not really doing much not, or not bringing much to the competition. It was. Yeah, I mean, th- it was interesting that she also got the critique of, like, the point of this challenge is for us to see who you are. Like, give us mm-hmm. your signature performance, and you didn't do that. And I thought, well, that is a—it didn't even occur to me, but that's a really good critique. And then what she did do was, yeah, this glorification of air guitar. So it was like, so, like, what what's the talent here? Um, like, what is it? What is it that you're actually doing other than like rocking out in your bedroom? That seems like something Orion Story would do. You hang out alone a lot, you know? <laughs> you hang out alone a lot? We got to clip that. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> I I think the most interesting, this is a read, but like the most interesting part of her performance was that it was an alternative rock song, which we weren't expecting. You know yeah. what I mean? It was, you know, light pink. Yeah. <laughs> it was light pink. Absolutely. Light pink, uh, yeah. Yes, it was... Uh, What's that? Fairy pink? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Periwinkle? Breath. No, that's blue. <laughs> Perry, but... no, that's, yeah, that's not it. Um, yeah, I. Uh, uh, Alyssa should have been in the bottom. Um, I also didn't love her look. I thought it yeah. was. I thought she looked gorgeous, but it wasn't. I don't know. It, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't deem safe for me. I thought. I mean, again, don't get me wrong. It looked expensive, and I love the Eliza Doolittle of it all. But I don't think it meant. Oh, you're you're definitely safe. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and I mean, I I, you know, whether this is a fair critique or not, we've seen that silhouette a lot, mm. and so it's not a really mm-hmm. exciting look. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of look, and it's almost not worth it because it's like, oh man, I've seen a queen every season do this. And granted, I've seen a queen do a bodysuit. I've seen a queen do you know a bathing suit and a corset and a belt. But like, it there was just nothing. There was no like there were no grooves on that tire for me to kind of get hooked on, you know? Yeah. And to quote a fabulous, fabulous actor, sometimes things that are expensive are worse. And I don't Mm -hmm. care how much money it was. I don't care that it was ostrich feathers. I mean, 
the hat could have been bigger. The whole thing could have been bigger. The, I, I don't know. I, it, it was impressive. And I don't care that it was expensive. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, Willow's entrance look was probably 20 bucks, and that made way more of an impact. So, you know, uh, mm. in the great words of Luann DeLesseps, money don't buy a class, you know? Oh, wow. Okay, Luann. <laughs> I love that. You know, my family and I, we're thick as thieves. Thick oh, as yeah. Thieves. Carolyn Manzo. You know, I started watching season one of Jersey Shore. Or not Jersey Shore. Brilliant. Same thing. Um, Jersey. and Housewives. I'm, Housewives, it's a short season. We might want to consider doing like. I love that season. Right. Uh, and I hate the Housewives and I love that season. Yeah, but it's um, like one season. It's it's the Manzos. It's Teresa. Uh -huh. it's, that, it's hot Joe. Oh, my God. The things oh I would God. let Joe uh, fraud me for, you know. Um, um, Mary, let's talk about Bosco. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, if I were if I were or when I write the description for this episode, um, the podcast description is going to say that Bosco pedals burlesque to the judges. I just want to prepare you for that. Okay, all right. Yeah, <clears throat> I I think it's a brilliant choice, and I don't know if this was if she meant this, but to do a rose petal depedaling on Drag Race brings up another iconic moment and i just think that that is kind of in the sphere and it's like oh interesting okay there's a connection there mm. oh i hadn't even thought of that that like rose petals are i mean triggered yeah that that's a thing <laughs> um i thought that you know i gotta say maybe bosco kind of i or, or the editing that i saw of her saying like i'm in on the joke i think it set me up to think there'd be more layers to this performance so there'd be like when she did the final reveal i mm. thought it was going to be something i mean what's funny is you could kind of do like the american beauty thing and just like have the roses exploding out of you but um i just thought there was going to be like a, a bigger gag or a bigger joke that she was in on you know what i'm saying um, mm, i know what you're saying i don't know how she could have done that i don't either it but and once i kind of you know, change those expectations. I was like, okay. I mean, did I get a boner from it? No. But was it safe? Absolutely. You know, I remember her meet the queen. She wants to bring like a sluttiness back to drag race. And I'm just kind of like, all oh, here for it. And this was a nice start. You know, I just, I think she read the brief and she didn't wear briefs. And uh, yeah. And, and then took them <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, well, you know what I was really happy to see is they somehow still have the rights to Anaconda for Carrie Colby. Oh, week. oh, yeah, I did notice that, and that was discussed by Rose and Laguna. Um, it, it, you have to remember, like they needed time to set that up, and because they had already done that lip sync, I think it was easier for. Them, and Nikki had been on Drag Race. Mm -hmm. I think it was easier for them to acquire that license for them to use it. Um, that is a very expensive, it, it, or it could have been, it might have been a very expensive uh, performance for, for you know one queen who we don't know if she's going to be safe. It's just interesting. There was an investment there. Yeah, and, and that's where it just seemed like, okay, you guys had to, have, there must have been some deal here because otherwise, yeah, that could be a lot of money for one queen to jump rope for 45 seconds. Yeah. Correct. She, yeah. And she didn't, yeah, she needed to jump up a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think she needed at least a single Dutch, you know, <laughs> I don't All know. Right. Pass that Dutch, Mary. All yeah, right. exactly. Um, uh, go ahead. Well, um, oh, so I guess that brings us to uh, Miss Story and the hot shit in the chamber. Building a mystery. Sorry. Yes. Uh, well, I think. Sorry, yeah, last we, chance lip sync. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like Orion was giving me um, this works on YouTube. You know, this work, this what what Orion is doing with a better script and smart editing works on YouTube and maybe TikTok now. You know, I don't. Or if you're gonna do it, you got to do it at like two a.m. in the in the basement bar. I don't know if this works on Drag Race. Uh yeah, you know the comedy challenge or sorry, comedy talents are hard. Be, uh, you know, and I also go to anything where there's no music playing. Yeah. Um, it it's too quiet. I think of uh, Fifi O'Hara. Yeah. I think of uh, Derek Barry. Um, this one, Trinity K. Bonet. Oh, Trinity K. Bonet. That's right. Who's mm-hmm. the other one that? It was just too quiet. Anyway, I... Well, I mean, there's also always Coco Montrese angrily dancing with a hat. So let's just remember, there, there was, was music, music but it was just as uncomfortable. Um, when it's too quiet, it I think it, it ruins. It ruins it. And it's also, you know, watching it at a bar. I wanted to make sure I watched the premiere at a bar. I, I did it because I felt safe enough to go and it was fine and, you know, whatever. But uh, I wanted to just catch the temperature of the room and they're just nobody was laughing mm, yeah i mean it, it the fact that a lot of the performance she had her back to the the audience and the camera it was like you're it, it's like you're it's like you're actively trying to not do this challenge you know what i mean it's like you're actively saying i don't want to be here is what the body language and the performance is giving me um and there was also kind of a, and i don't hate this but there was also kind of a like a, just like a weirdo in his basement filming things and then putting them on his YouTube channel that like... Oh, gotta, yeah, but we like that I mean? kind of pervy I, drag. Yeah, that kind of pervy, like, what the fuck is going on here? And like, <laughs> I like that stuff. I just... It, it's all about like, you know, guacamole. If it sits out too long, it turns brown, you know? Yeah, and speaking of brown, like, it's interesting because I know, was it Down Under? Um, one of the queens got red for too many brown jokes and this one i mean this one had a reaction in the bar i was at like but not necessarily laughter so it was a reaction you know when you say hot blank in in the chamber like and she's looking like that like it's it you know yeah well and and the amazon prime you know not it wasn't it was season 13 i think anyway or 12 it was like rock'em sock'em it was rock'em rock'em had all the farts yeah so yeah back to bay area with all that those poops. Um, take a probiotic. Um, but uh, yeah, I watching on Amazon Prime. You know, there was no, there's no bleeping, and so she, yeah, the line is like, I got a hot shit in the chamber. It was like, oh, you didn't yes. even like skirt around it. You didn't even right. say like, oh, I got a, you know, I got a hot missile in the chamber. I don't know. I'm not good. Yeah, at poop jokes. whatever. Don't say it. It's fine. Yeah, um, brown word. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, it just wasn't funny. But I appreciated that it was different. I will say that. Um, yeah, it was different. I mean, it, it sort of the, the bathing suit and the look kind of taps into that Jerry Blank suburban uh-huh. grotesque thing mm. that we love. And it was like, oh, you're like two towns over from the drag that I like. Uh, you'll never be glamour. Um, yeah. Cornbread had so much in this rap and in this look. Uh, obviously, I think people now are spreading it online, but she had Merle Ginsburg on her milk curtain. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Missing Merle Ginsburg. Uh, I was texting with someone and how this reminds me of 
um, when Tyra put Santinos on her shopping bag for one of the runways uh, back in season two. And there's that thing. You got to wink at the audience or, and the judges and be like, I know. Pay attention. I get it. You yeah. know, I thought the. I mean, this is her song. And I, I like what a what a bold choice to have your original song on not an all star season, but like your season of Drag Race on the first episode. I mean, that is bold. It's, I mean, it's also really smart. I mean, I think if you, I mean, you think about it, it's like she, she has to come up with the lip sync and the performance, but she had the opportunity at home to whatever extent to like create a really solid track. Granted, Michelle had some trouble hearing the lyrics. I'm Fuck not going to. you, Michelle. I'm not going to act like I heard all the words either, by the way. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do some kind of vague virtue signaling of like, oh, well, I could understand. No, it no, no, fine. no. That's not what it is. I, I, but like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, you got the jokes when they were coming. You know what I mean? I got the jokes, but there, there is something of like, and this is not just specific to cornbread, but a lot of these performance challenges or when the Queens write their own lyrics and perform. Yeah. There's times where I'm like, I have no idea what you just said. And like, there's something to do with like, I don't know if we're going to read June because you can see, you know, her, her, bike shorts or you know other little details like that i feel like it's fair to say hey if your talent is you lip-syncing your song and this is the song that you wrote and produced and created for us like you had the opportunity to produce a song we could all understand you know what i'm saying like you had almost like a head start on this talent show i i'm gonna just we can disagree and move on mary i thought that the song was fine and i i understood it and it was funny um, and at the same time, different than June, there was more of a confidence to cornbread. There was eye contact. There was, I don't know, there was something more there coming through. That X factor was there. Oh, there's no comparison to June in terms of who was the better performance. I'm just, like, if we're going to nitpick details, like, I could understand, you know, picking that detail. Um, but the performance was great. The energy was great. The chicken, the chicken nugget necklace start oh. selling that tomorrow you know yeah and also she got a river medway kind of movement gif you know what i mean with the head oh the head yeah and I, out. I love like bosco that the talking head of bosco living for that and it's uh -huh. yeah i mean i think that face put it on yes. a tote bag trust me bag. absolutely yeah. um you know we finally get to to willow pill she ain't no big pill. Uh, RuPaul could not let it go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, anyway. I, I, I wonder as the weeks go on, it, you could almost even hear this episode. The more he did it, it was like, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> so we've got, uh, she's a. Sasha not Colby. A, not a big pill. She's a uh, fingers on ears. Big pill. Like it's, yeah. RuPaul is kind of, you know. He already knows it's getting old by the end of the episode, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But Oh, I see. Okay. And just leaning in. All right. And I you got to push through. You got to push gotta through. Yep. Yeah. She got through. Yeah. Um. So Willow Pill, I, Mary, I was dying, especially when she brought out the toaster and then the toast pops out and she eats it. And then throws the toaster in the top. Yes. I mean, it was so down to, I mean, like the very end of sticking her foot out, which, uh -huh. you know. Not for nothing, but Alaska and All Stars too did the, a similar thing at the end of all our lip syncs, and it's a smart whether or not it's a reference. It's a smart little move, you know. And uh, you know, I think she got praised because it like meant something more to her story, and we got to know her. But it was 
it was just surprising. Nobody was expecting this type of bizarro. And, you know, I think the last bizarro queen we, bizarro queen we saw was like a crystal method and people fell the fuck in love with crystal method and her weirdness. And I just think Willow pill is going to be that performer this season that all the kids love because she is so bizarre and has this great story. Yeah, and it's it's different from like a like a weirdo energy of Utica. I think that's different. Yes, this, the other indoor kid. Yeah, yeah. This is they're all indoor kids. They're all playing on that on that carpet where you can drive the cars around because it looks like a street. But uh, Utica is yeah. Utica that's making, fun. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Utica's making the plastic spoon and fork have a tea party, um, whereas like Willow and Crystal are yeah. They're making like you know stuff with stuff with construction paper and you know. Um, Stuff right, like they're like the Mensa kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas, you know, if you sit down and you talk to Utica, you realize there's a lot going on in there. But from the outside, you know, it's, it's sometimes I'm like, what are you doing, sweetheart, with that spoon? Give me that spoon. Oh. <laughs> Did you finish uh, your yogurt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Willow, anyway, uh, I feel like won the episode more than Cornbread. I know that Cornbread made a huge splash and won, won our hearts, but Willow was just so surprising. Yeah, it, and you know, it's interesting is even if it came down to runways, I mean, they both got critiques. I feel like, you yeah. know, uh, obviously, I mean, I feel like Willow was like, oh, yeah, no, I want to I want to make Michelle throw up. Like, she knew what she was doing. <laughs> um, you know, and in terms of, I mean, the looks, I, the, the one actually that I was just so happy that something was referenced because when Carrie came out, I was like, oh, you got to open that coat up. You need to open. I can only see three. Do the coat. Do the do coat. The co- yes. Yeah. Please do the coat. Please do the Because I, I just don't know if you know what this is looking like. And so when Lizzo is like, you know, she's like, because baby, you know, it was just three of them. And it was just like the funniest moment. I was so glad someone said something. Oh, absolutely. She, Lizzo was, I don't want to be one of those, you know, drag race viewers. that's like, oh, make her a judge. I'm not going to do that. But Lizzo was great. Lizzo was a great judge. Uh, and uh, great at the critiques, had great energy, um, and was able to like just be charming the whole time. Well, the gay rags, I think they just kind of uh, find and replace the names, but they've already put oh, out I the see. fans are calling for Lizzo to be a permanent judge. They have done <laughs> this every goddamn episode, you know, since Lady Gaga showed up on season nine. So, I mean, you know, uh... I uh, yeah, no, but you're right about Willow and Cornbread kind of both getting critiques. It seemed like, obviously, Cornbread only got one person that didn't like her look, whereas Lizzo and RuPaul, I mean, they just gagged. Like, they loved it. And I think at this point, there was almost like a pizza queen quality where it was just like, we just fucking love you, you know? Right. Um, You know, and it's, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, Cornbread also is, they were smart to put it into the first episode. She was smart to say it put this on a tote bag but like my drag is fat black and uncomfortable and I'm uh-huh. one of those things like that yes that's genius and um and it gives a context like when she says uncomfortable it's like oh i i i what, what do you mean by that you know what i mean yeah right it's thoughtful yeah. i you know i have to say it, it, like real tea uh no asia O'Hara, um i don't think i'm gonna remember many of these looks at the end of the season no these are not gonna be uh, these are not going to be the ones that wake me up at night. No. I, and I think this is even, supposed to be show stopping drag. And I was just like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I mean, even the talent show I think was 
a little lacking. If you know, overall, I I think I was expecting was a little bit more. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I agree. It was fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was the edit or how much time they had, but yeah, it was fine. Um, I, I what other talent shows though have we been wowed by, Mary? I mean, <laughs> there's always at least a couple like. Uh, you know, weird choices, but I mean, well, Willow and Willow and Cornbread were, yeah. I is mean. she going to jump from there? That's from all, that's an all stars, uh, yes. three talent show moment. There's, yes. I mean, Mariah does that, that really like, she did that really, you know, deep performance with the blood mm -hmm. on the, the paint. And when, mm -hmm. lest we ever forget the time that detox put a bunch of paint on some drum pads and then smacked them for two minutes. That was Pretty that powerful. was cool. That... Uh, and Kokomon Trees that you keep talking about uh, danced, danced angrily. Angrily with that hat. Because she couldn't do her, her original chosen talent. Oh, she was furious. Talent. Yeah. Yeah. She couldn't uh. do her original chosen talent, which, you know, is real. And you, you wonder if they're adding it into the Drag Race, you know, regular seasons. How much are we not seeing? Like, like, was there a song that could have made June's pop a little bit more, you know, or did Alyssa get her first choice? Uh, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, I, I do feel like doing a talent show on the main seasons is really smart for the first episode. Like, I, I agree. think this context of like, this is so that we get to know who you are. It's like, this is kind of what you were talking about with the Meet the Queens of having the first episode be a real Meet the Queens and seeing audition tapes and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's a variation of that of like, well, let's see what you do without us telling you what to do. Yeah. And we get some storylines, I think, mm -hmm. uh, by seeing these talents. Like, I think I really appreciated Carrie Colby and the critique because I was like, I think this is going to be this housewife's thing. Right. Mm -hmm. They want her. They they need her to let herself go a little bit. Go full stupid was the quote. And mm. I think they're setting that up very much so. Um, and, you know, we got Orion. Obviously, I think Orion's going to come back. Um, but, you know, Orion needs to be a little funnier. I, I appreciated the, yeah, you've got to have joke after joke after joke after joke. And they got to land, right? There was uh, something just very kind of like, I'm going to break this down for you. I've said this a lot. Um, and Cornbread, I think, is, you know, at the top there. But they're asking for more details. Well, and, you know, just to, while we're on the topic of cornbread and, and RuPaul's compassionate inflection of things, I believe at one point cornbread gets a little emotional and RuPaul goes, uh -huh. what are you feeling? Yeah. And it was like, man, you, you know, cold as, you know, cold as the Russian winter over here. Um, but, yeah, so I spent uh, a lot of time alone. What are you feeling? Spent a lot feeling? of time alone. What are you feeling? You know, <laughs> and it, fucking laugh. Yeah. yeah, it's all of that. Whereas, meanwhile, like when they were critiquing June and then June started to cry. And then, I mean, this is where I'm like calling for Lizzo to be a permanent judge because she swooped in and she said, are you having a moment right now? And it was, oh, it was just mm. so nice of like, hey, let's focus on what you did well. You know what I mean? Um, and I think I like seeing... You know, it's like American Idol. I like the Paula on the on the panel. I think it's a good balance, you know? Oh, yeah. Everybody, well, I feel like that's a great thing for the guest judge to be. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what I want from the guest judge. I want them to celebrate the queens. Yeah, it's an easy good cop role because you're just there to have a good time and you don't got any, you know, horse in the race, so to speak. 
there is a moment when I feel like the guest judge can do more, which we saw in season nine with Lady Gaga when she goes backstage with like a clipboard and she's like, let me give you some advice. And she just like goes through very specifically. I think that's helpful. And to see mm-hmm. that is very cool, um, but not on the panel. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I remember that feeling like, man, what a golden opportunity to get that kind of feedback. I um, will say, you know what? I, I'm going to contradict us for a moment because we mm-hmm. saw how Bob was on Dragula this past season. And I really appreciated the honest feedback and specific feedback that he was giving. And I think Trixie, to an extent, also did it. But it was more so Bob giving just like very specific ideas and uh, I don't know, reactions. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I and I guess that also has the lens of like, having past drag race contestants as judges you know what i mean there's also that yeah. of like having someone who really understands what they're saying versus mm. you know arden marin who's having a great time you know right or uh, uh raven in the workroom not really you know i think she 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 gives some good advice that we don't get to see um i know jinx gave some um snatch game advice mm-hmm. uh, during season 11 but um i i want to point our attention to a quote before we start to wrap up our episode here um rupaul says before the critiques to these queens if you want to win you'll take our notes and continue yeah. to grow that was new uh, new and pointed and important of like you know i mean it's funny because we're about to do an episode about drag race italia and Boy, did some of those queens need that, those notes. Um, but we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. So, you know, just to kind of note uh, the lip sync. I mean, I was like, okay, so I wonder between June and Orion, which one of these girls is going to win a Lizzo lip sync? Is it going to be the beautiful black dancer or Kenny Crandall? Right. And you know what? I got to say, I got to say, June, June also, it wasn't, they, she didn't need to dance. It was all about attitude, and I think June really kind of tapped into that. I appreciated the comedy that Orion was bringing into some of the lyrics, um, but this was definitely June's lip sync here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she was she did do a great job. Um, did you notice that Orion kind of said her exit line too early, and then she got to the back <laughs> of the stage and was like, "Okay, well, bye." I gotta. What was her exit line then? I she said, "Well, boots." Oh, it's time to start walking. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. She did. I, I, you know, there's a, there was some safe zone drama, not drama, but safe zone activity that I thought was notable after the lip sync. Somebody screamed out period, bitch. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Uh. (laughs) And I was like, I sound, that sounds like a drag name. Period. bitch. Period, bitch. Yeah. I, given the treatment that Manila had for that one look, I don't think period bitch is going to be cast on Drag Race anytime soon. Well, it's Mary. It's her her, her drag sister in the makeover episode could be comma bitch. Uh, yeah, sure, you know, sure. This exclamation could be a, point, a, a grammar queen. Yeah, Dax exclamation point. Yeah, <laughs> bitch. Uh, bitch. Anyway, period bitch. Uh, you know, an interesting way to end a lip sync is somebody screaming yeah. period bitch. <laughs> And maybe someone, you know, in tribute to Layla McQueen could be, hey, bitch. Um, Oh, yeah. Hey, bitch. (laughs) Hey, bitch. Yeah. yeah. So Orion may or may not uh, be home with Jazzy, uh, you know, or might come back to the race. But um, look, I'm not a conspiracy theory queen, but I I wonder if they're testing the waters here, if they're seeing the fans react because they're giving us what we want. We want them to eliminate it. 
we want it to feel like there's stakes, right? Sure, but like last I, season, it was like no one went home for four episodes. Now it's like, oh, we're going to send Orion home before she even meets half the other queens. Yeah, which happened on season six. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a weird idea, right? Of like, oh, I, you're my sister. I never met you. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I think that they're, they've evolved. I think that there's more coming um, and I think they're going to come back. Yeah, I mean, I, it's sort of in the in the you know theme of Drag Race being a platform. You know, they, they might they might you know they might give her a little more time. They might uh you know cast their telescopes to the sky for one more episode. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I mean, BSA of the week is obviously Lizzo. I mean, she's just effortlessly charming, and I'd be more than happy to see her come back repeatedly and. Uh, her songs make for great lip syncs. So, I mean, God bless you, girl. I think an honorable mention is, uh, you know, the... Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Oh, goodness. Oh, my, as, I, as I squinch my boobies in and press my ears <laughs> with glee. Oh, God. Um, People are like, Johnny, stop it. I'm not going to yeah. listen anymore. That fucking sound effect. How could you mention Sasha Colby more times than Lizzo on this episode? Yeah. Anyway. Sasha and then Colby. and then to put then to put baby talk. I mean, now you got to layer it. Sasha Kobe, I love her. You know, oh now God. they're off. Now they're gone. <laughs> they don't care what the last chance lip sync is. They're gone. No, they don't. Uh, well, Marys, we are gonna leave our discussion there of episode one of Drag Race season fourteen. If you would like to reach out to us with your thoughts on season fourteen, episode one, you can find us on Instagram at allrightmarypod. You can also email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright dash Mary. I'm also on Instagram at Johnny also and drumroll please, you can now purchase your very own All Right Mary ringtone on iTunes. Unfortunately, I'm still figuring out how to get it for Android users, but if you are an iPhone user, you can purchase the All Right Mary theme song as your ringtone. More ringtones coming. Um, just search Johnny also All Right Mary. Uh, in the ringtone store on your phone. Um, you can't find it on the desktop, just so you know about ringtones. You can only find it on the phone for the Apple store. But uh, it is All Right, Mary, Johnny also, and you will find it right there. Uh, and you can, you know, whenever your little Mary calls, Mary will be calling. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, maybe you're doing some kind of lip sync style performance, and maybe that's <laughs> the sound the phone makes. Um, that's that's what I would do if I were in the talent show. I would do a lip sync a telephone routine with the All Right Mary ringtone. Um, so uh, I paused the underscore in the future when I edit this episode because that's a big announcement that you saved to the very end. Um, yes. You should make a little commercial for it. Um, I should. Well, you can also find me on my other two podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can find me uh, on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore and also Twitter if you want. I don't really use it that much, but Colin Drucker on Instagram or Twitter. You know what I meant. Uh, and you can get more of both of us, including our recent three-part coverage of season eight. Uh, the Megasode on Italia that we are recording today, uh, upcoming recaps on season three, and so much more, uh, all at patreon.com slash allrightmary.
All right, Mary. Well, I I am very excited to talk about Drag Race Italia, by the way. Just very Same. excited. Oh, my God. There's so much to say. There's so much to queen out about. And her name is Chiara. Um, I, I just cannot wait to have tea with Miss Francini. Um, we have a Last Chance Lip Sync this week in honor of Orion, but also in honor of Willow Pill walking in the workroom looking like Ms. Hilton. Yeah, this, this is, is a Will Last Chance Whip Sync. I'll load that onto yeah, our... Play uh, the Sasha Colby <laughs> clip again, Mary. Really? <laughs> really? Uh, you're never too old to dream. Yeah, um, that clip's so... never too old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mary. So this is Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton... And we will see you next week for episode two and lots more queens. Au revoir, Simone. <laughs> <laughs>